song indeed to open up our championship matchup i have with me david frazier david thanks for joining me thanks for having me what an incredible pod room setup it is going to be the picture on this uh this title page here for our, our uh podcast unbelievable setup great uh gift purchases here are you happy with what you see yeah, it's a great Christmas gift, but we got a new and improved pod setup, hopefully leading to a better quality on on your ears there, the yeah. listeners. Yep, hopefully you're enjoying the sound. David played that music off his little gadget he's got over there, so times are changing over here. Uh, it's it's pretty great, and we just got done with our, our basketball, Worldwide Baller basketball podcast, and now we're diving in to the championship game, and we might as well lead off with our recap, and as always, it's going to be a good one from Porky and CJ, and here it was semifinals of the playoff boom the semifinals four teams here we go we have the cheesy poofs first the city of gods in the semifinals boom oh boom boom the poofs look to G.I. Joe Burrow as him and Brandon Cooks would look to Destro the City of Gods. But James John Connor would be the Terminator and says, I'll be back, 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 back with 17 points. And even though Ramondre Stevenson would say, hasta la vista, baby, to the point column, Justin Jefferson would take to the sky net with 19 points for the poofs. Poofs, poofs. Boom, this isn't man versus machine. This is man versus gods. No. As the gods feel no pain without hurts, they would enter the gardener of Eden with the forbidden quarterback as it wasn't Adam and Eve. It was a Philly and an eagle, that is, wow. as Dante's wings fly for 36 points. Wow. The city of gods pray to the father, the Brett Maher, and the Hawkinson, and the holy shit, TJ Hawkinson scores two TDs and 100 yards. Wow. A, a, crucifixion, a crucifixion of the points of the poofs, as now we consider times to be after death, boom. Poofs, you had a good season, but you're dealing with a higher power as the city of gods open the pearly gates and welcome back Dante to championship weekend. City of Gods 107, Cheesy Poofs 92. Congratulations, Dante and Poofs. All I gotta say to you for the last time is poof, 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 poof. Good run, Poofs. Good luck, Dante. And our final and next semifinal matchup of the week, we have the Marching Shields taking on Total Carnage. Carn says. CD's touchdowns and the marching shield say CD's nuts. 
as they drop four balls right on Carnes' forehead. Mommy, it smells! Mommy, it smells! It smells like victory to the marching shields and smells like straight ball sack to total carnage. Smells boom. Watson and Evans do nothing for Carnes and Pickle Packle, you cannot tackle Austin Eckler and the Chargers defense do everything for the marching shields on a cold Monday night in late December. Huh? There are two types of cream pies, Boom. What, Boom? One that Grandma makes and one that Grandma takes. <laughs> total carnage. Played like a total grandma this week and was totally overpowered by two totally awesome guys. Yeah. Two young guys, two awesome studs, two of the newest league members head to a fantasy championship for the MVP Pro Money Fantasy Football League. Wow, boy, that's a mouthful. It was two men who lead, who were, it was two men who were led by Devontae Foreman to their first shebang. Shebang, 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 total carnage out of the playoffs. Well, ding dong, god damn it, boom, the witch is dead. And total carnage goes to hell. Hell, boom, thank, fucking hell. Thank God, boom. Carnage season ends, and the marching shields go lamp. Rap, lamp, lamp, lamp. To the championship game. Wow. Congrats to the Marching Shields and wow. boo fucking who? Fuck your third place game. Total carnage. 103, Marching Shields, 118. Bye, guys. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we don't get to listen to, uh, to the uh, recap this time around because CJ and Porky are editing that bad boy on in there. But I'm sure it was good. I'm sure you guys all enjoyed themselves. You know, you get cheated out of a, of a recap, but the tough conditions. You know, you're going to Chicago here coming soon. Um, so, I mean, obviously we got to work with what we got here. But it, it makes me sad to not be able to listen live. Two weeks in a row, no live recap. And again, understanding these guys need their time. Mm -hmm. They need their creative space yes. so they can write, record. And you're right, leaving for Chicago in the morning. So had to do the Wednesday podcast. A lot of Wednesday pods this year. Yeah, Appreciate you being flexible. Appreciate the boys doing the recap. Um, not going to like the recap, though. No matter how great and mm. much you guys make me laugh, it was a sad week. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And this is the second to last uh, podcast of the year, which is sad, and the last podcast of 2022, which is also sad as well. But hopefully, 2023 brings a good uh, new year. Carnes isn't going to win a championship, so obviously that makes all of our New Year's a lot happier. Um, but no, I I appreciate this setup. This this the whole mic setup is so sick, and also, um, you know, I want to dive into heavily the matchups here for the third place game and the championship and budget is the first thing i want to go over the budget city of gods have two dollars left the marching shields have uh one dollar left total carnage has five dollars left and the cheesy poofs have one buck 
You spending one dollar on something certain here? We are gonna make a move. We're uncertain on where that move is gonna happen, but uh, you know, you consistently look at the problem for the poofs, and it's been tight end all year long. Kyle Pitts royally fucked us in the third round all season. I'm never listening to analysts ever again <laughs> when it comes to tight ends. I would love to get rid of the tight end. I know how much our league loves them, but they are completely worthless. I can't stand them, and I would love to get rid of that stupid ass position. Yeah, I know. I know it makes you upset. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's see. Can you well, pull? I don't know why, but my tight end last week, Chigo Ziem Okongwu didn't do anything. I don't know. <laughs> when you get a guy named like that, you think he's going to do some things. You think so. He gets a touchdown every other week. But on Wednesday, all we had was four pickups. We had Jahan Dotson going to Total Carnage for three bucks. Total Carnage then picking up Marquise Brown for two bucks. The Marching Shields pick up Isaiah Hodgins. For a dollar, and then City Gods get Romeo Dubs as a uh, potential guy there for them. So uh, that was our budgets and waiver wire. Not a whole lot to cover there. This is the time of year where everything's super slow, and we have to try to figure out a way to make something out of or nothing out of something, something out of nothing, nothing out of something, nothing out of something. It doesn't sound right. Something out of nothing. Something out of nothing. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. But anyways, yeah, so we did do a little poll here on who the championship, who we thought was going to win the championship. So I sent this out. There was a lot of text sent. Uh, let's see. The league thinks, Carnes thinks Dante is going to win. Ryan March thinks the Marching Shields are going to win. Brendan Shields thinks the Marching Shields are going to win. Uh, Pappy V says, uh, Peppy V believes in karma. I won't predict who will win. I will just with both teams. Good luck, because you're going to need it. Uh, Brian Muse picks March and Shields. Porky picks Dante. Mahoney, don't like how cocky he's been, but Dante. Darian, Dante. CJ, Marching Shields. Um, and Kyle Zumbel, he's the only one that doesn't weigh in. Brian Muse said he's in the mountains right now living his best life. Kyle Zumbel up in the mountains right now. What do you think about this? That sounds like a good place to be from a, a former, well, current Toilet Bowl champion. And uh, he needs the mountain time. He needs the atmospheric change just to get his mind right. You yeah. know, he's, he's in a tough spot. First to last, not something you see every day. So he's like, how do I get rid of this? How do I avoid get myself out of football season? And that's going on vacation in the mountains with his family. Yeah, that's smart. That is a very smart move. Who do you think he would have picked? Uh, he's picking the Marching Shields because Santa Claus picked the Marching Shields. Santa Claus! The Santa Claus wishing Marching Shields. That's right. This is a big moment right here. Unbelievable. Um, mic drops. Uh, we had no mic drops left by anybody but one person. Um, and it was, uh, the guy that's next to me or was it Boston Dave? No, he didn't call this week. It was just, it was just me. Just you being humble? Just a simple one, but had to get it in. All right, let's hear from David. Cheesy Poops calling in. Last call of the season. Last week of the season. Third place game for myself, taking on Carnes. Couldn't be happier that March Shield took Carnes down last week. Uh, but this, this call is really just going to be about finishing the season strong, thanking Justin Jefferson for a historic wide receiver season, thanking Tony Pollard for being so fun to watch, and Joe Burrow being that guy at the helm you can always kind of trust you know I want to thank those guys specifically um, and then wish good luck to the marching shields and the city of gods in this in this title game um, obviously I want to root for the marching shields get this first title no shade to Dante I just love to see parity in the league and um, no matter what I'll be happy you know Dante's a hell of a competitor as well so it's going to be a good championship game love you boys 
Cheesy Poof signing off for the last time this season. Uh, a lot of respect there, which we appreciate there from you, David. So thank you so much for leaving that. I didn't expect really anybody. This, this is the same every year. Not a lot of mic drops get left um, during championship week, which I think it's a respect factor. Let's not rattle the cages at all from anybody. But we do hear sometimes a lot of mic drops from people on that last pot of the season just to prepare for next year. You can only hope Pappy V calls one more time. I love Pappy V when he calls. You know, the only problem is when you know there's not going to be anybody to wish good luck you know, on the next podcast. So he missed his last opportunity to say good luck. He can find, he'll find somebody. He'll find something good luck. Yeah, he'll find, yeah. He'll find some sort of good luck I for sure. He, I sure hope he Yeah, does. I do too. I do too. But, yeah, and uh, I did do interviews with uh, our competitors. And let's go ahead and do first the Marching Shields. And here was the interview with the Marching Shields. Tag team? Tag team. Oh. Here it is. And I'm here with a duo. A unbelievable season from the Marching Shields and quite possibly the best duo in the uh, national football fantasy world right now. Um, wow. First and foremost, Brendan Shields. I'm sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little tied up right now. I was actually talking to my boss about this today before you guys get going, and I told him, I said, hey, we have, a guy, we have two guys, because he loves our league, and I said, we have two guys that are in the championship game um, that are on one team, and he goes, how does that even work? And that's going to lead me into my first question. Ryan March, what, what is it that the marching shields are all about here that make this whole thing whole? Like, how, how do you guys interact on the daily? Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of texts going on Tuesday, you know, because, uh, we wire Wednesday morning, and then as it gets closer and closer to the weekend, the texts and calls build up, and, you know, we get on the same page on, um, you know, who we invested waiver wire money into, or who's playing well to set our lineup, you know, and it usually goes smooth for the most part. Right, and I love that. And Brendan Shields, what is it about Ryan March that you knew uh, that he was going to help you bring home a potential championship here? I mean, the guy's got a dump truck on him to, to, for starters. I mean, um, he just he makes everything pretty easy. He just texts me on Tuesday. We talk about things who we want to pick up, and then like just throughout the week, we'll like send little things here and there of like what people are saying. And if we want to play this guy or whatnot, like this week we're still deciding on, you know, Foreman all year. If Eckler's going to play, I mean, he was limited today, so um, I think he might play. But we, uh, these are just things we talk about throughout the week, and it makes it easy. Yeah, these are these are big moments indeed, uh, and you take it day by day, like you said. It's everything's got to be monitored, watched. Uh, you already fired a shot at Carnes, which we loved in the group chat right before we hopped on to this. So way to be quick to the punch there. Uh, you know, another question for you, Shields. What was it like taking down Goliath in that cha- in the uh, semifinal game? Well, I mean, we just didn't really say anything. You know, Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a roller coaster. We start off on Thursday with two pretty decent games. I mean, 21 points out of two guys, not too bad. And then Saturday hits, and it hit hard. Uh, we were just down. I think I said 
just let's fucking lose in peace or something like that. Right. And then his guys just didn't really produce, and we had an opening, and we knew Eckler was going to play. And uh, I mean, the the Chargers pickup was all Ryan. Mm-hmm. I mean. A hundred percent, Ryan. He just randomly picked up the thirty-first ranked defense. <laughs> in the so I mean, it, it felt good to get that over Goliath. Um, I'm not going to say more about him. Uh, this is our time, so yeah, we don't need to talk about him. Agreed, agreed. And Ryan March, um, you know, he obviously gives you the shout out for picking up the Chargers defense, which, which is a Honestly, everybody was questioning the whole uh, non-Jaguars play, and it paid off and paid off in a big way. Uh, is there anything that – did you have any doubt or did you or did you have full faith in that, um, you know, coming off that Monday night game? Say it again? Sorry. No, you're good. So on Monday night, um, did you have any doubt uh, whatsoever that there was – Yeah, a- one second. <laughs> On Monday night, was there any, was there, <laughs> Mom, meatloaf! This <laughs> is our interview, our championship interview, chill out! Um, Ryan, Monday night, was there any doubt whatsoever? Oh. And the Chargers defense. Winning the game? Yes. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of doubt, you know, I mean, it's the uh, fancy playoffs and Shit, anything could happen. You, you, you see how he got out to a big lead and was predicted to win, you know, all weekend. And, um, you know, we just throw over eggs on Monday night. The Chargers blowing up the uh, the Colts like they did. So, yeah, there's doubt. Yeah, well, there's no doubt anymore because you've made it to the semifinal or to the championship game after that huge semifinal win. But let's move to the championship and get in the nitty gritty. Um, obviously Eckler, we'll see, um, Shields, Josh Allen, Diggs, I, I feel like this is the moment that these two, uh, are going to light up the show on Monday Night Football, what do you think? They're always great in prime time. Mm-hmm. Prime time games, just look at the stats, Diggs is, Diggs is there. Hopefully no Gabe Davis, because I think this championship game is going to come down to Monday night, and it's going to be Allen Diggs and Gabe Davis. It's. I think that's what it's going to come down to, and hopefully, you know, some of these Philly guys sit out a little bit. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the game, that'd be nice. But mm-hmm. I think we have a good chance, and just to put it on Ryan again, I mean, the Jags pickup wasn't even for last week; it was for this week. He yeah. was thinking two steps ahead. Yeah, and it's and it was a great pickup, and um, you know, I think that Diggs is definitely due for a massive performance here. Um, indeed. And then, uh, March, I got one last question actually for you, uh, with this championship game before I turn one more last thing over to Brendan, uh, Marchie, what, what scares you on Dante's team? Uh, you know, we got the three headed monster of Hertz, Brown and Sanders. Is that at the end of the day, if, if the Eagles have a bad showing, you feel like you guys have this on the, on the lock here? Yeah, I mean. It's at 100% his Eagles guys, you know. Their offense has been going um, nuts all year. And, and um, you know, even with Minshew last week, I was like, hey, he got 22 fantasy points last week. And, you know, he's the backup. They just, they could just spread the ball around, you know. Uh, they could all 
score any point. It's, it's those Eagles guys for sure. Yep, yep. And then, uh, Shieldsy, what would what would the championship mean to you both uh, here? Like, what, what what would it mean all in all? Um, we're, I mean, it would mean a lot, but uh, we don't want we don't want to talk about that until it happens. I love so. it. I love it. I respect. I uh, can't oh. really say anything. That's why no mic drop again tonight. Yep. Uh, gotta gotta let it roll. Yep, I I get I get that. I get that. Um, you know, honestly, it's it's one of the craziest things. I, I saw the Powerty brothers uh, come in and absolutely fail at this, and you guys come in. You've been a, a team to be reckoned with each year. Um, you've been an honor to have in this league in general, and I'm happy to see you guys in this championship game against Dante Bailey, and it's going to be. Uh, a hell of a performance, a hell of a game. Uh, both sides have amazing players. Any of you guys got any final thoughts to add? You're making me blush. Um, <laughs> good luck to Dante. Should be good, good luck one. to Dante. Can't wait for that Sunday morning uh, good luck text from him. Uh, <laughs> go free. It's just a Dante thing. He, whoever he plays, he tells him good good luck first uh, before the first game. Love it. And then Ryan March. Honoring, honoring the third place game, rooting on Frazier in, in the third place performance. It does matter. The third place game does matter. There is money on the line, but the big money is really on the line right now. No matter what, Ryan March and Brendan Shields, they, oh, they, throw, they throw in the poos, but Ryan March and Brendan Shields, they will be out there and they will have potentially a shot at the championship uh, trophy. And I don't know. I think before I go, there's a lot of people who have asked me this question already. And I was hoping that one of you, you don't both have to speak on it, but if you want to, you can. What If if it does happen, what even happens with the trophy? Is it like a, is it like a split? Is it like a day with the cup or a week with the cup? Or how does that even work? So we're bringing the money to uh, rent out a place for the next year so we can live together and share it. I think, or, or what was it? I forgot. She was, we're, we're, we're probably just going to give it to Tyler Unger. Um, <laughs> probably let him keep it in his room so that CJ can walk by it every day. <laughs> and whenever we go over there, then we can see it together. Uh, it just wouldn't be fair for one of us to have it. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Well, you heard it here first from these boys. They're confident. They are ready. And they are in the championship game. March Shields, thanks for joining me here today. Thank you. Good luck, boys. Marching Shields, uh, they are two confident people. Ryan March's uh, grandmother or somebody, I believe, interrupted the interview towards the towards the middle there. Uh, Maha the meatloaf. I'll tell you what. This team is is ready to go. I felt a lot of confidence from the both of them. Um Especially Brendan. Brendan, he he felt something something about that interview. It, it felt like a championship interview. It felt like a guy that just won a championship. A lot of humble humbleness, um, and we'll see what happens with the marching shields. And I appreciate both them for giving me their time. Next, Dante Bailey gave me an interview, and Dante he was on a little stroll around the park when this interview took place, and here was Dante Bailey. Right, and now I'm here with another finalist, and he is looking for his third championship. Dante Bailey, thank you for joining me, Dante. Hey, thanks, Commish. How does it's it nice feel? To be back. Oh, man, it's nice to be back. 
uh, in the pink game. It's been a long time. Last time I was in this position, I was facing CJ. That was several years ago, so it feels good. Yeah, yeah, I haven't won a championship since 2016, so I'm very jealous of what you got cooking. Um, Dante, I remember handing you your first title back in 2007, and you were the first ever winner of the MVP Pro Money Fantasy Football League. Um, an amazing feat, to say the least, and in the uh, inaugural ruler season. Inaugural, how do you say it? Inaug- inaugural? Inaugural. There you inaugural. go, inaugural. Pre- appreciate that. Uh, it was amazing. And uh, what would it mean for you to win this year? Oh, I mean, it it'll mean everything. First off, I would keep the, the father streak going. Poppy B won, Kyle won, and you know, I'm a new father, and then hopefully I keep that streak alive. So back to back to back years with a father is won the league title. Um, but no, it'll mean a lot. I mean, Aria needs a new pair of shoes, so that 1800 would definitely help with that. <laughs> Hey, hundred percent. And you played no matter what. You played this year for free, which is always always a good feeling. But it's like I was talking to you. I talked to you at work the other day, and you said to me, "You go, you know, I'm not going to think about second place. I'm only I only got first place on my mind." So uh, you obviously have the confidence going into this game, and, and and you're playing the marching shields, and and this is your moment. I mean, what do you think about the marching shields as a whole? Well, the marching shields, they uh they're a great franchise, but they're a young franchise. You know, they've, they've made several mistakes throughout the season. And obviously, with Austin Eckler uh, popping up on the injury report for the first year, I mean, for the first time this season, you know, they thought that he was a for sure thing to play in the big game, but what do you know? They, they spent $13 on a Marquise Goodwin, and that may come back to backfire on them because uh, I'm, sure they, I'm sure they would love to pick up Joshua Kelly. Yeah, they they would, and and they are down on to their last buck that they probably should probably should save, to say the least, in case any other injuries pop up for sure. Uh, I saw that you picked up Romeo Dobbs. Any any chance he finds his way into the starting lineup? Uh, he may. I mean, that's the pretty much my flex position is my current position that I'm you know kind of questioning. But it's nice that uh, Zach Wilson isn't going to be in the backfield with Zonovan Knight, so. You know, I mean, just ride my boys out of the night to uh, victory. And obviously you're going against Allen and Diggs on Monday Night Football. Are those the two main guys that scare you, or is there anybody else on the Marching Shields that really terrifies you into this week? Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, this is my third time playing the Marching Shields. First time we tied, second time I beat them. So, of course, it kind of sucks that I'm the only team this season who's played the Marching Shields three times, so I've had to face Allen and Diggs three times, which is trash. But, yeah, those two are the only guys who scare me for sure. Well, but it's going to be nice Monday night, Diggs, Allen against Gabe Davis. So it's going to be fun. As crazy as to say it, um, I actually faced the Marching Shields three times this season. Uh, oh, shoot, my bad. No, no, no. You're, 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 no, you're good. I, I unfortunately took the took the L in the game that mattered the most. I had a, a split performance with them, and and now I hope that you can maybe turn the tides here and find the way to win this game. Because I sure, I sure couldn't, because that team has a lot of firepower, but... If there's a team with firepower, it's yours. And you got the, you know, the the monsters of, you know, Sanders and Allen. I'm sorry, Sanders and and Hertz and and also uh, AJ Brown. 
Is there any chance in your mind, like, will you feel even more confident with uh, Jalen Hurts playing, hopefully, or are you just fine with Ryan Gardner if it comes down to it? Yeah, I mean, you know, just for how my season has gone, it would be nice if Hurts, you know, kind of found his way back into that position to where he could take some snaps and play on Sunday. But, uh, you know, Eagles had a walk, walk through uh, this evening, and he wasn't out there for it. And, you know, I assume he wouldn't be. And I feel confident in Minshew. I mean, for Minshew not playing since, what, 2019, he threw for 355 against the Cowboys. I mean, that's a pretty good performance for being pretty cold. So, in um, Gardner, we trust. In Gar- Gardner, we trust Minshew Mania. That is that is what beautifully spoken there. And you've trusted the Eagles. You've listened to all these dumb shits left and right say, "Oh man, he's putting all of the all of his uh, eggs in one basket." in The Eagles. Well, he's in a championship game. Um, so I think all the haters need to shut their mouths at this point. Uh, I guess the last question I have for you is. You know, you, you won the trophy twice, but you've never won this trophy. You've never won the, the new one. Uh, what would it what would it mean? Like, is I know that the money means a lot to you, but I'm, I'm sure the fantasy title means even more. Yeah, no, I mean, actually, to touch base on uh, to touch base on what you were talking about, the haters talking to me about being in the same, you know, putting all my eggs in the same basket with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. If you guys didn't look at the easiest schedule at the beginning of the season, it would be Eagles. The Eagles had the easiest schedule at the beginning of the season, so that's why they put those eggs in one basket. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just the answer to the haters. But, no, man, I'm just excited for the big game. I'm not going to say anything more. I don't want to jinx myself, but good luck, Marcus Shields. Thanks, Mike, for setting us all up. You're a hell of a commissioner. And uh, I'm just excited for uh, – the game's a start. All right. Let's I, ride. I, I, let's ride. I appreciate you, Dante, and good luck to you. Uh, and, again, thank you for joining me. You take care and, and, and win this title, all right, baby? All right, Commissioner. Thanks for having me. Like I said, good luck, Marcus Shields, and a uh, great season, everyone. All right, man. That's Dante Bailey. Here we go. Championship game. We'll see you guys this Sunday. Appreciate it, Dante. All right. See you guys. See you. And, Dante, I'll tell you what, David. And I'll let you go ahead after I say this last thing. David, or Dante, he he needs that new pair of shoes, as he said in this interview for our, uh, his his daughter. And I think that I think that he might get it. I mean, uh, Aria is is she needs she needs a pair of shoes. Dante, he you know he said he needs many pairs. I I saw Dante at work. Like I said in this interview, like. I saw him. I, I I I asked him if he needed new shoes for himself, and he's like, "Daddy needs a new pair of shoes as well." So good for Dante. I know that he wants that money, but he is our first ever champion in this league. Two thousand seven, he got it. Uh, it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to him. And now twenty twenty two, long time coming. Sixteen years in the making. Locked out one year. Fifteenth year for him in the league. We'll see what happens. And with that being said. We are going to dive in to the championship and third uh, place matchup game preview. And with our first matchup, we'll go straight to the third place game, but we're going to act quick on quick on this game. Uh, third place matchup, because I really want to dive into that championship. The Cheesy Poofs will take on Total Carnage. David, go ahead and lead this matchup off after 
I'm not going to forget March. I promise you. We had our predictions left by Ryan March, as always. Thank you a lot uh, for this, Ryan March. Good karma found your way for doing this this season, and you are now in the championship game, sir. We both won one and one. Both won one and one. So it looks like I'm going to go ahead and take the cake this year for the standings this season. So thank you, Ryan. You got one more uh, matchup, one more uh, standing prediction to do for this year. So I appreciate you. David, go ahead. Great predictions. You were strong all season. I appreciate that. I believe you finished, what, well above 50. You were probably 55 60%. Yeah, 55%. That's really nice. Really nice work. I appreciate that. You took me down last year. I'll take you down this year. Yeah, well. There's always next year. Yep. Go ahead. Take this matchup. Uh, it's going to be a stressful third-place game. Not <laughs> the guy I really wanted to play, but I knew I was going to have to play Hammer Marching Shields on this side, and so why not play him? Let's take down Carnes. This is what it's going to have to take. Um, my team, I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect, to be honest with you, this week. Uh, Tony Pollard, the, I'm a little worried just because he's got a thigh contusion. He may not even play. And, of course, it just so happens to be the Thursday game for him. That would be huge for him not to go. Um, and then you just you look at Carnes' team. He's put up over 100 pretty consistently throughout the course of the season, especially in playoffs. I, I don't feel good, um, but I would love to take Carnes down, take the third-place game, and then just, just get to get my money back. But more importantly, it's the pride. Um, not confident, but I'm taking the poofs. Taking the poos one last time. Poos, 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 poos. And I'm going to go ahead and go with... And I will take the cheesy poos. I will take David Frazier. I will take, yeah, there we go. The round of applause. I will take the poos to win this game. There's no reason to take Carnes. There's no bad karma to find their way because no matter what, even if Carnes wins this game, he can't win the championship, and that makes me happy. Um, but at the end of the day, I will show respect to the guy because he did it once again. He took himself all the way to the semifinals. So much fucking respect to him all in all. Unbelievable job um, to get to this point. But, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks on the other side of things. I think uh, Josh Jacobs maybe, maybe gets a little bit of a reboot with a new quarterback in there. I Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. C.D. Lamb will see what he does on Thursday Night Football along with Tony Pollard on the other side. But uh, Joe Burrow on Monday Night Football I think is going to be a nice – is going to be the icing on the cake. I think he's going to go absolutely off. Christian Watson is injured, banged up on the other side for the car, uh, total carnage. But, yeah, David Frazier and the Cheesy Poops go ahead and take this game. And now it's time. The moment you've all been waiting for, the championship game between the Marching Shields and the City of Gods. Both teams were 8-5-1 this season. Both teams played each other uh, two times this season, and this will be their third matchup against each other, the rubber match. We will see who can pull this one off. And and the on the first side of things, let's look at the marching shields together here, David. Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Travis Etienne, Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett, Isaiah Hodgins finds his way in the lineup. Evan Ingram, Devante or uh, Dante Foreman, Jaguars defense, Greg Joseph. That is on his side. Dante, go or uh, David, go ahead and uh, read off Dante's team for me. Dante goes with the stash himself. Gardner Minshew, a quarterback. Isaiah Pacheco and Miles Sanders at the running back spots. His three receivers, Tyree Hill, A.J. Brown, Gabe Davis, who gets in the end zone for him last week, mm-hmm. and then a monster week from him last week at the tight end spot, T.J. Hawkinson, and then his flex, Zonovan Knight, 
He's going back to the well in the Niners defense. And then Brett Maher, the Dallas kicker who just goes berserk, puts up 16 last week, mm. half the plan this week, rounds out the gods. That's a good round out right there. Now, I'm going to let you talk about the City of Gods here really quick on their bench spot. We're going to break this down little by little. Uh, is there anybody on that bench right now that you think finds their way into Dante's lineup? Um, I mean, he did go out and get Drake London. Uh, I don't like his matchup necessarily this week, but he did go and get him, and he's been playing decent. I, you know, Romeo Dubes, he goes and picks up as well. Maybe he finds his way in there. Zach Moss, a guy I think you need to look at. He's been getting the ball a lot. Uh, goes up against the New York Giants' 24th-ranked uh, rush defense. Um, and then you look at what Moss did last week. He got the ball 12 times for 65 yards. Um, you know, Zonovan Knight's a guy... I just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, yes, he has a wonderful matchup taking on the Seahawks, 31st-ranked rush defense, which is why I think Dante will play Zonovan Knight this week, uh, especially with Mike White coming back for the helm for the Jets. I think that's going to bode really well for Knight and what he's going to be able to do. So I actually think this will be Dante's lineup. I think Miles Sanders and A.J. Brown, who are both questionable, are obviously going to play. They take on the Orleans Saints. Um, and overall, Dante's matchups are good across the board. So I, I'm – I like his team a lot this week. Jalen Hurts has not been ruled fully out yet. He hasn't, but why rush it? You know, the Eagles are so good. They're dominating that division. Just play Minshew, especially last week. He, he looked good. And you're facing the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. who aren't a good team. Let Hurts rest. Make sure he's fully healthy for the playoffs. This is Minshew's game, and that's why Dante scooped him. He's like, you know what? I'm going to ride or die with the Eagles. He continues to put all those eggs in the basket, and I think the basket might actually be carried home. Khalil Herbert doesn't find his way in the lineup. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And you can't trust him. You can't trust the Bears right now. I mean, Justin Fields on that team, who obviously I'm playing in Carnes, uh, the Bears are just a little bit weird right now. And Khalil Herbert's a guy that he's a fringe. I know he's playing Detroit at Detroit. Nice dome game. Um, but if I'm Dante, you know, you go with the stronger matchup, and that's Zonovan Knight uh, in Seattle. And I don't think the weather's going to be bad, so play Knight all day. Respect that. 49ers D against the uh, Vegas Raiders and a new quarterback and Jared Stidham as they sit Derek Carr. What do you think about the Niners D? I, I couldn't believe they sat Carr. What What are they doing? They're set, They're done with him. Like they're just done with Derek Carr? They're done. They've had enough. Absolutely mind-blowing, that, but again, bodes extremely well and another good sign for Dante that you're going to start a random-ass backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just Oh, week 17, let's just let's do this. This looks fun. Patriots didn't want them. They're going to find out why. It's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. But, yeah, it bodes well for the Niners, and they're playing really good football. Isaiah Pacheco has obviously been a very, very good player from a running back perspective. Uh, but Jarek McKinnon's been stealing a lot of that thunder, too, uh, from the Chiefs' perspective. Miles Sanders, like you said, and A.J. Brown. Tyreek Hill, he needs a big game from Tyreek. He got 100 yards from him last week, which was unbelievably, you know, a down week for Tyreek Hill. But he takes on New England. Um, Joe Burrow and the and the Bengals did okay last week. I think Tyreek does get in the end zone this week. It's just so hard to keep him out. Yeah. And it's a subpar defense from a from a wide receiver perspective at 15. Um, I think Tyreek's too too good too good of an athlete to hold down for a back to back week. Gabe Davis obviously going to be a challenge um, as far as. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, obviously is on the marching shield side. So every time Josh Allen throws the ball, they're praying for a throw to Gabe Davis. But also TJ Hawkinson, who completely got you last week. Is there any way he does what he did last week? Yes, there's definitely a way because TJ Hawkinson was all over that offense. I mean, I can't stand Kirk Cousins, but 
TJ Hawkinson, if you take him out of Dante's lineup, I'm actually in this game. TJ averages like six points a game before he went off last week for 22. I think there's very a very good opportunity for him to do that again against Green Bay. We'll see how the weather is. I think that'll be a big big factor with it being at Lambeau. But I mean, TJ had over ten targets. He scored a couple touchdowns. I mean, he was a huge piece and looked really good. And I think he could do it again. Yep, and that so that is Dante Bailey's side. We have never seen a. Uh, projection this close before in a championship game 99 to 98 projected in Dante's favor 50 50 percent though a plus 1.2 stat uh, uh plus 1.2 betting line right now from marching shields perspective let's just go over this Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs Stefan Diggs is due for a massive game this week he's due as can be uh the reason I say that is just looking at him the last Few weeks here, uh, three, six, and two. The last three weeks, three, six, and two. That means Stefan Diggs needs to come through. Josh Allen is going to help with that on Monday Night Football. That game is going to be an absolute shootout. Would you agree? It's going to be a shootout. I don't know what way though. Is it going to be a high-scoring game or is it going to be a classic uh, Monday Night game, which yeah. is typically defensive and minded? And it's in Cincy. Um, I think the weather, again, should be fine. But that's something you need to keep your eyes on, especially as we get into this championship week. It affected a ton of games last week. You need to understand where each of your players are, where they're playing, and what their weather forecast is because it can quickly change the uh, the way that the games go. But I think I think that Diggs and Allen are, are going to go off this week. Um, the last two weeks are going up against – the Bengals defense uh, receivers have done quite well, putting up 39 and 32 respectively. So uh, a, a, a guy, Stefan Diggs, I definitely want to keep my eyes on. And then getting Tyler Lockett potentially to come back this week, no. uh, another big, big addition. Is there anybody in his uh, are on their bench right now, those four guys that do not find their way in the lineup? Uh, K.J. Osborne is not. He's too risky. I mean, yeah, the guy could go off for 15, but he could also go for zero, which is more likely. Mm. Um, David Njoku is probably going to stay there. I mean, you got to ride Evan Ingram at the tight end spot, I think. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I could see getting in the lineup just because he could go for a touchdown. I'd be playing him instead of Isaiah Hodgins. Isaiah Hodgins is weird, you know, especially going up against Indy. They're going to run the ball. Yeah, they're going to be trying to dictate that game. It's, I love the pickup, though. It's a great pickup. Yeah. He's he's done well. He scored last week, but fifth ranked for a wide receiver going up against Indy. Like I said, I think that that game's going to that game script is going to be run, run, run. Right. I agree. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, and the big choice here is you don't. Tyler Algier is obviously projected for a big game. You ride what got you there, though, in Dante Foreman, correct? This is a flip of the coin for me because Dante Foreman, if he's so game script dependent. If they're winning, he's going to get the ball a ton. But if they go down early, which you don't know what you're going to get with Tampa. That's who, that's who Carolina yeah, plays. They're playing right. the Bucks. If the Bucks go up early, Dante Foreman's just going to get taken out of the right, game. Right. But last week, Carolina ran for more yards than I've ever seen an NFL team <laughs> do. Between him and Hubbard, they they ran all over them. Yeah. Um, and then you looking over at Tyler Algier, you know, a guy who has clearly the starting role in Atlanta, and then going up against Arizona's twenty sixth ranked rush defense, 
either one of those guys. I mean, if I'm the Martian Shields, it's like, man, I wish I could, you know, run four running backs this week because you genuinely could with with how deep your team is. And if you could just, you know, almost take Isaiah Hodgins out and, and fill Tyler Algier in, that would be what I'd do. But obviously he can't do that. So he's got a decision to make it flex. Yeah, and also he's scared as hell. Or, I mean, you know what the other thing is, is it might not even come down to Dante Foreman because at, uh, Austin Eckler – it's a scary situation right now for the Chargers. They don't really have anything to play for anymore at this point other than seeding um, since they've clinched. So they really need to see him uh, progress on this injury report right here, obviously. And Travis Etienne, they need him to play very, very well, which I believe he will. I believe he will have a very big game. And then the Jaguars' defense looks even better. It uh, looks like an even better pickup. Unreal pickup there for the Jaguars' D for next week, or for this week now. But we we said it. We didn't talk about it. We were confused that they didn't play him last week. And hell of a play by Chargers D. That was supposedly Ryan March moved to um, pick up that Chargers D and, and ride with them. Unbelievable comeback to even get to this point. And that's why they're here. They're making smart moves. And the dual system's working. Two minds are thinking alike. And uh, that's what's going to help you get to this game. Now, the only question I have for you, David, is... They have $1 left. Obviously, they're smart. They're keeping this, making sure Allen's healthy here, making sure that, you know, they have, uh, you know, their kicker stays healthy, you know, no practice injuries or anything like that. It's nice to keep a dollar because if you don't have it, you're fucked. If everybody's healthy um, from a, you know, positional standpoint, is there anybody they use that dollar for? Is there any position that is in question on the Marching Shields roster? I think they're set at running back. I think they're fine there. I think no matter what happens, I think they're good. My question is wide receiver. Um, but also I think they, you know, I just don't see there's there's not much out there. Tight end they're set. They're not going to do anything with defense they're set. Kicker, quarterback, you know, obviously. Wide receiver would probably be the only pickup, though, you would even think about, right? Wide receiver two and wide receiver three. I know Tyler Lockett's going to probably be back, but he's going up against the Jets, who have the second-best defense yeah. for receivers. And a guy coming off injury, not necessarily feel good about that. I could easily see Lockett going for two scores, but I could also just as easily see him going for zero. Okay. Um, so I think you got to look at Tyler Lockett and Isaiah Hodgins. These are two guys who, you know— uh, could find their way into the starting lineup for the March and Shields, but I think they're two guys that I think March and Shields are aware of. Like, maybe I need to, you know, revisit this and, and figure out if there's a better fit, which he may be able to find. But that would be the only place I'm looking. His his defense is set, his kicker is set, his flex is set with his third running back, whoever that may be. His running backs are set up, even if Eckler goes down. Josh Allen's clearly his quarterback. Stefan Diggs is clearly his wide receiver one. So it really comes down to wide receiver two and wide receiver three for the marching shields. The rest of the roster looks really good. Couldn't agree more. And the question is going to be asked now, whatever is on everybody's mind. David Frazier, do you have... The marching shields are the city of gods. Looking through what we're – this is hard because, I, to your point, this matchup is incredibly close from uh, projections, and mm-hmm. I, I project that this matchup actually finished really, really close. Score but, as well. Yeah, for the score, I think it'll be high scoring. I think you know we've had really low-scoring championship games recently. This will not be that. This will be two teams scoring over 100 points, and I got Dante's team to, to just – shake the shield marching shields out just by a little bit just by hair and the difference for me is is those receivers i think both teams are strong at at running back um tight ends are pretty tight 
Josh Allen has a tough matchup, I'd argue, at Cincy this week. Gardner Minshew's got a cakewalk in home against New Orleans. Um, it's just it's hard to pick against either one of these teams. But if I'm looking at it and if I'm a betting man, I got to take City of Gods, Tyreek Hill, Miles Sanders, Gardner Minshew, Gabe Davis is going to get back in the end zone this week. The Niners D against an absolutely depleted Raiders who are garbage. And then arguably the best kicking pickup, Brett Maher, who just is continually scoring incredible points from the kicking spot. I like Martin Shields' team. I just think Dante, he's had a really good run. He's going to continue to have this good run. And that basket's going to, like I said, it's going to be taken across the end zone. All those eggs are going to be brought home safe, and Arya's wow. going to be able to get her nice pair of shoes. Wow. I, final score prediction. Let me, let me get it. Dante, 117. Marching Shields, 104. Wow. 117-104 in favor of Dante Bailey. All right. The commission has picked uh, – he's, he's projected and picked the last uh, three championship games right, and I'm going to make it four in a row here. I think the marching shields find a way to get their first championship here. Three uh, this could be Dante's third title. No disrespect to Dante at all. I think Dante is obviously very, very well off with his team, and I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think you are correct. The marching shields are going to win on Monday Night Football Two touchdowns from Stefan Diggs on Monday Night Football. That's a hell of a prediction. That is what's going to happen. That is what is going to set. That's going to all come down to Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. It's going to come down to Gabe Davis, obviously for Dante. Then it's going to be like a, you know, like I need more points, you know, added on. I think Gabe Davis throws up an absolute stinker of a performance. I think he has less than fifty yards receiving, and then I think Josh Allen has over two hundred and seventy-five yards passing with three touchdowns, and two of those going to Stefan Diggs, and that sets over and that sets um, the marching shields over the edge. I'm going to go ahead and take the marching shields one. Oh six, eh, yeah, one oh six to one oh three. Wow, you got a nail biter yeah. by three points. Three point performance. One oh six, one oh three. Marching Shields win the game, and like I said, it's gonna be come come down to the wire, come down to the end, and we're gonna see more Monday Night Magic like we saw last year. Not sure if it'll be as thrilling. Because I don't know. Once again, last year's championship game, I don't think, can ever be topped. I don't think I've seen more heart palpitations ever in my life. But, uh, yeah, the Marching Shields win. You got City of Gods. I got Marching Shields. And, uh, you know, that's all we got for this show, except for one thing. And, David, I appreciate you joining us and because we're going to end with somebody here. but And it's, it's highly anticipated. And I'm not even sure if everybody remembers what we do here. But... Uh, any final thoughts or anything to add? It's been a good year. I didn't expect to, to be even be in this third-place game, so I'm just happy to be involved, and I just want to, again, reiterate, good luck to Dante and uh, Shields and March. It's going to be a nice day, and it's a nice payout. I'll tell you what, like these teams are going to be quite happy, but the pride, the bragging rights, that's what's important. That is what's important. Next week, there will be no fantasy football anymore other than talking to our champion, uh, me and David will interview our uh, interview the champion. We'll present the trophy as well once we get it engraved. Um, you know the banner. You'll get your own banner. One of you two will get your own banner made. Uh, it's exciting times. It really, really is. David, I I do look forward. This is the pod room is beautiful. I do 
look forward to you getting more banners in here. I thought maybe we'd have one in here. But shout out to you two guys. I hope that you guys find a way to pull it through, uh, pull through this matchup. And that's it. That's all we got. Now ending. It's not going to end with music. It's not going to end with anybody talking other than one man. This podcast ends with a hype video from our man, the coach. Enjoy. Thank you, gentlemen. There are certain times in life, ladies and gentlemen, when you got to stand up and be counted. There are certain times in life, ladies and gentlemen, when the red light comes on, when the pressure is the highest, that you step up. And when history is going to be made in the MVP Pro Money Fantasy Football League, damn it, I'm here for it. So where do we start? 16 seasons have built up to this. 16 seasons have built up to what we have in front of us. Let me start with Ryan and Brendan. The hardest thing to do, guys, is to come together, not fight, not bitch, not complain, not oversleep on Sundays, and not set your lineup. And you guys did that to the best of your ability. So now you're the first duo in the history of this meaningless fantasy foot. Did I say that? What? Meaningless to who? Certainly not to Dante and the city of gods. On my little show called The Early Edge, the number one sports betting show in America, I routinely will say, voice of God, can you hear me? And Dante, I ask you the same question. Can you hear me? Because it's one thing when you're a duo that's never won a damn thing. Zero titles between the two of you. And I look at the lineups that the commissioner, Mikey Vaccaro, was so gracious to send over. And there are three names on each side that really give me pause. Three names that I think are going to be the difference between victory and who cares. Dante, I don't know how good I would feel. Because my inside sources tell me that Jalen Hurts will not be under center this week. But I could be wrong. Hill, Brown, not bad backups. But those are the three names when I look at your lineup that I say they have to have a big week. Now on the marching shields side. Josh Allen is not the MVP candidate he used to be, but he could have a big week this week. That's possible, no doubt. Austin Eckler, let's find the end zone like he does seemingly every single game. And Stephon Diggs. He's a pressure player. So I call this an even-steven matchup. So what do we do? We got Ryan and Brendan on one side. We have Dante on the other. Everybody else just move out of the way. Because by the end of this week, we will know who the next champion or champions is going to be. Nine months of relentless trash talking better come with the title. Nine months of non-stop get in your grill. That's the only thing that makes any sense. So Marching Shields, City of Gods, on behalf of everybody that doesn't care about your fantasy football league, I am the coach, and I say may the best man or best men win. Gentlemen, it's now up to you, because the coach... 
is out.